I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Hey, have you guys seen Scanners? No. All right, you know the drill. Uh, give me just a little synopsis. Blind. What do you think it is? Um, I think it's some sort of like cyberpunk future film. I mean, as much as I want it to be a horror movie about supermarkets, Ooh. it's probably not going to be that. So I'm assuming it's just some generic cyberpunk movie. I'm gonna go with it's uh. Some of that, like, mid-90s uh, hacker movie. Like, teen hacker movie. Oh, okay. Sort of like hackers? hackers? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm... Based on those two, I would hope it was Josh's. <laughs> like, someone who just got fed up scanning items day after day after day. But we'll see. We'll be back after we watch it. That's the new format. How would you kill someone with a scanner besides just smashing their head against it? Yeah, I guess that's all you get. It's not very well thought out. (laughs) Maybe the lasers are real powerful. (laughs) Alright, we'll be back. We're back with Have You Seen Scanners? I have now. Yeah. <laughs> seen it. Uh, this was one I haven't watched in a really long time, and I didn't even know it was David Cronenberg when we first started. I realized that I have two Cronenbergs on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a slow burn. Yeah, you like the body horror. Eh, I like Cronenberg. It's got a cool soundtrack. It's, I mean, a lot of brown in this one. Usually he's more colorful. Yeah. The fly had a lot more greens. Jeff Goldblum's. <laughs> this did not have any Jeff Goldblum's. There wasn't a ton of body horror in this one. No. It wasn't like mutations or anything. There were just, there was a really disturbing scene at the end. But before that, we got a good head explosion in the first ten minutes. Um, and then we kind of just got... And we just kind of got nothing. <laughs> there were literally scenes where we were sitting there, it's just like, are they going to do anything? Is this guy even a scanner? He's just talking to himself. <laughs> the doctor, who turns out to be, spoiler, their dad. Yeah. Their brothers, secret brothers. Secret brothers. Um, the main bad guy is the same, like, underling bad guy you thinks the main from Total Recall. Mm-hmm. And I was saying while we were watching this, if not for Sam Neill, this guy would have got a lot more parts, I think. <laughs> like, he had that kind of devious look that Sam Neill lacked, so yeah. he probably would have got Event Horizon. Is that one you've seen? No. Okay. Space horror. Yeah. Pretty recent, though. Wait, maybe I have seen that. I have to think about it. <laughs> so, what did Event Horizon? What other movies did that guy do? A uh, ton of bad ones. Ton and ton of bad ones. That's like the only one that even is worth watching anymore. <laughs> maybe Prometheus. Uh, I think He's that a Prometheus was, guy? No, that was produced by a similar person, but not directed. Prometheus is another good space horror that's worth watching, I think. I saw it in theaters. So, I mean, you can tell we're not talking too much about scanners. Uh, So it's about people uh who, through genetic mutation, have the ability to do... um, um, Telekinesis. It's not really telekinesis, because they couldn't move things besides other people's... Like, they could manipulate other people's brains. Okay. We saw some telepathy. We also saw some uh, pyrokinesis. Yeah. Where they manipulate someone so hard they caught on fire. And made their head, ex- there was a head explosion. So this movie opens in a mall and takes you right back to the glory days of 80s malls. Yeah. The big old food court. Malls don't exist like that anymore. No, they're there, but they're just shells. Yeah. Neon lit shells. Tombs. <laughs> 
uh, going to a graveyard. There's a homeless man picking for food on the tables, like picking up remnants, whatever scraps are left. Yeah, this old lady makes fun of him. They weren't that old. They were 40s, 50s maybe. But it was two very like waspy, well-to-do women. And yeah, you said you thought he was reading their minds. That's what it seemed I, like. I think he just heard them. He was sitting so close. But um, either way, they're saying some mean stuff, so he like... He scans the lady. Yeah. And Which, just getting scanned fucking sucks. Yeah, because if you read the poster, it says something that's never mentioned in the movie. It's like, in 10 seconds, it, the pain begins. In 15 seconds, you can't breathe. And in 20 seconds, your head explodes. Which only happens once. Yeah. Only one head explosion. It was a good one, though. Yeah. Um, I like... The I like the story of this movie. There was a lot. some face peeling. Oh, that was nasty. That was gnarly. Most of the gore is saved for the end, but right right up front we get a good head explosion. So we yeah we leave that first character, the homeless man in the mall. He gets taken off by a government organization, and then we're at a like scanners convention, which we all found pretty odd. It's like a guy who's like, "Look what I can do," and he's like, "Can I get a volunteer from the audience? Mm-hmm. Like, think of a image in your head that you don't mind people seeing." And then it turns out the guy that he was trying to do that to was the, like, the world's scanner. most powerful <laughs> scanner, and that's who he, he just made that guy's head explode. Yeah, he turned it around down. on him. He was like, and boom. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a doctor in the audience. He's like, <laughs> scanner side effects may be hemorrhaging, nosebleeds, ear bleeds, headaches. And I'm like... Just don't do it then. Yeah, I don't think a doctor can heal all of those on the spot. That sounds real Definitely dangerous. can't heal... A head explosion. <laughs> Doctor, is he going to be okay? <laughs> can you can you put it back together? Uh, yeah, so this guy turns out to be the strongest scanner, Revik. Besides his brother. Mm-hmm. Who's the, the vagrant we saw in the beginning. Uh, it turns out they're brothers. They have a similar dad who's the mad scientist. Um, we don't need to go fr- like frame by frame or anything, storyboard no. style, but I, I did like the story. I like the secret... Like, product was what did it. It was kind of not paced very well. No. I could see a recut of this doing much better. Like, there was one scene where he was talking to the doctor, and she was supposedly being interrogated, and they could have happened, like, right on top of each other with cutbacks. Instead, we got full scenes for both of them. Mm -hmm. And Cameron wasn't... Or, uh... Who was it? Cronenberg. Wasn't as big as at this point, so I wonder why he got such a like uh, expanse to work with. Maybe. I don't know. It, I will say I liked that one of the scanners was like a... The artist? The artist guy. Mm-hmm. That he was able to, to beat his voices just by creating the art. Yeah. Which he, was like giant ceramic heads. Ephemeral was this drug? Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of the scanners had to take ephemeral or else they would be driven mad by kinesis. We were talking about feral scanners out in the wild. Yeah. That's why they attacked people. Because they're just insane because they hear voices nonstop. Mm-hmm. I think the artist guy was the most interesting character, honestly. He was. He had that giant head that was just lined with pillows. That His he... art was really good, for one thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the gallery scene was kind of cool with all that art. It was really disturbing, kind of early Silent Hillish art. Um, other notable scenes, I really like the hacking with his mind scene. Yeah. Because you guys have pointed out this could have been a hacker's movie, but this was 81. This was 
really in the early days of people knowing what computers were, mm-hmm. if you weren't like in that world. Yeah, he hacked the computer with his mind because it had circuits. Yeah, and it was the equi- machine equivalent of a nervous system. Yeah. So they did explain at one point, they brought in like a yogi master or a yoga teacher who could control his alpha brainwaves, heart rate, all the stuff you weren't supposed to be able to control. And there was like a test towards, um, not Revic. What was, what was Revic's brother's name? Cameron. 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 Okay. That's why. Cameron Vale. Okay. So Cameron, they were like, Hey, try and make this guy's heart rate go up. And you know, he, if it gets too much, he'll take back. He'll take care of it. Yeah. And (laughs) guess what? Yeah. (laughs) And this kind of made Cameron more interesting. I thought he might have gone to his brother's side because he was kind of dark. Like, he pushed this guy way past his limits and didn't stop. Yeah. And it was obvious he was in distress and maybe dying. I don't think he did that. They kind of made it a thing to where it's, I think, like, the whole point is that once you start scanning someone, it's hard for you to snap yourself out of it. Now, I had a theory on this. I think the government side of it was teaching people to use their scanning, like I said, as, like, an offensive type of ability. But when we got in the room with all the scanners and they were doing it in a circle, it seemed to not hurt any of them, sort of empower them and boost them up. And it was more of like a passive ability then. Like maybe if we had more time to, in this world, to experiment with it, you'd find out there were like all these different scanner powers. But maybe not. Maybe just fire is the most extreme. Fire, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that circle, the, the goons bust in and like shotgun four or five of those people and the lady screams and it blows them back and catches them on fire immediately. It was a very carry moment. Um, other than that, yeah, psychic abilities of making people do things or see their mothers, which completely wrecks them. Yeah, that was kind of out of left field. <laughs> Pretty unnecessary. Mom? Mom, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mom. I, I just put on my hands. Yeah. I had to cast somebody just to look for like I didn't mother. mean to become a Nazi, Mom. Don't look at me like You're that. right. When he looked at her, we she also looked, saw her as yeah. an old lady. Oh, that was a weird choice. Because they're just killing people left and right or, you know, maiming them. Like, yeah. knocking the gun out of their hand and, like, crippling them mentally. And then she's like, oh, also I can look like your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got that great line from Revic at the end. Who's your mother? <laughs> Who's your mother? <laughs> Sleeping Beauty awakes. Like, the way he spoke to uh, Cameron was very odd. <laughs> and then if you find out they're brothers, and it's a little more odd. Like, he w- he was put on ice, he says. That's why Cameron doesn't have any former memories. Yeah, they said that, like, the dad let him just live in as a homeless person until, and only, like, plucked until him they up out of the obscurity because they needed him. Mm-hmm. And I found this concept kind of neat that the ephemeral was just an anti-nausea medication and the doctor had given it to his pregnant wife twice yeah. to test it before human testing. Like, that's a terrible idea and you deserve whatever fate you got from it. Yeah. What well, I get is, like, it creates scanners but it also suppresses their powers. That kind of makes sense. Like, I guess it creates them and then they have a dependency almost on it to stay normal. I, I, I guess. It kind yeah. of fits in. Like, the ephemeral didn't stop them from being able to use their powers, did it? I thought it just stopped it the It stopped telekinesis. the telepathy. Not the telekinesis, probably. But, I know, every time they got hit with the ephemeral, they were uh, ineffective. That's why when they came in for the interviews, 
he made sure it was the saline that they got injected with. Use their powers. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, what if it has a nocebo effect and she thinks she doesn't have powers so she can't fight back against this guy. <laughs> She's like, I got a shot, so I can't do anything. <laughs> um, we got a lot of explosions in this. Oh my god. And that, that was, was weird. Especially like, that scene where he hacks the computer scene. It was just like, pa, pa. Pop, yeah, pop. For no reason. It was multi-location explosions. I loved the payphone explosion. That was nice. Uh, yeah, the computers blew up. All I the love the guy who was it. holding up. He was making. He was like pumping gas, mm -hmm. and he sees the fire coming. He out just nobs it right. He's out just there. like, oh shit! <laughs> and we but yet doesn't stop pumping the gas. Just takes the it. gas out, like waves it around a bit, and then runs, drops it. Covers runs. himself in gas, gargles oh, no! it a little bit. <laughs> lights a cigarette and then runs away yeah and we were discussing this this was a weird scene when they hit the like kill switch on all these computers because the scientist is there he's typing it's his idea mm -hmm. he's like I can do this I can blow up the I can melt the circuitry and the guy's like okay and he's like it'll destroy everything I hope you know and he pulls a gun on him and it's like the scientist wasn't objecting objectifying. He was just telling you yeah. if you do this, this will happen. No, he did say that I can't do it without yeah, I the need, permission I of this. Oh, okay. And he's like, this is your permission? He's like, this is your permission. Okay. And we were joking, like, what if somebody came into your work with a gun and was like, break that computer right now or I'll shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see that at home, but Justin leapt out of his chair, grabbed the computer and smashed it against the ground. <laughs> No, but my boss might get mad. <laughs> no, so they do it. They do this kill switch, and we get this really nicely lit circuit board where you're like, oh my god, are we in a strip club? Because it's all like blue and pink light and chrome. <laughs> and that's the weird thing. We hear sound effects of melting, but they didn't melt a circuit no, board. It just all exploded. They could have had a blowtorch underneath it, like, to melt a little at first. Because when the computers start exploding, that's totally Cameron. Yeah. Like, pushing force back at them. And he kills, like, the lackey then, and he kills a bunch of scientists and destroys this entire company's data. Yeah. And the phone melts in his hand, which is kind of cool. And meanwhile, across the street, the phone line causes a gas explosion where uh -huh. the car explodes, and then the phone booth explodes. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> uh, one notable thing is everyone in this movie uses shotguns. Ex <laughs> yeah, they're really bad with them. <laughs> Except the CS uh, building, like, SS squad, which is really off-putting. They go to this Why place. were they dressed like Nazis? So, everyone in this movie is wearing brown. From head to toe. It's all brown. We were like, it's a we very could, brown color palette. We like could create movie. a drinking game and just be dead within the first ten minutes. Because there are so many brown coats and shirts. They go to this big corporate office where, I guess it's like... We've been calling them the government. It's not really. It's a subsidized corporation. It might as well be. Yeah. But it's the one that the doctor, their father, works for. And we get there, they land a helicopter, and there's like these... Fucking Gestapo agents. Yeah. Like, full of black, head to yeah. toe. They look like they should be on the Death Star. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, the captain's hats with the chrome CS logo right in front. All carrying big-ass guns. Or tiny Nazi pistols. Like the tiny kind where you see with just the barrel yep. sticking out. And I'm like, what are they going for here? Because, <laughs> obviously, they're not doing a lot of human testing that we can tell. They didn't get into the basement, so I don't know. Yeah. But, like, what what kind of allegory are we trying to draw? It didn't pan out. 
um, most of them died or saw their mother, which, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the two worst guys which in the movie. Which means they're incapacitated for life. The two dressed as fascists were most, like, deterred because they saw their mother. I'm sorry, Mom, I didn't mean to become a Nazi. <laughs> I've got blood on my hands. <laughs> um, might as well talk about the ending. Oh, how about the liberal use of dart guns in this? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God they never used real guns. Yeah. Because everyone would be dead. Ah. There's so many dart guns. There was a there was a trank and run at one point. That was funny <laughs> to me. Yeah, there's a black car outside. And through the window, there's just like... And there's like trank darts hitting the walls. And it hits a trank dart and then they drive off. I'm like... What? <laughs> was that a totally unrelated prank? Like, are these just like prank or tranking runs? Haha, <laughs> 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 they're asleep in that doctor's office and they don't know why. <laughs> Drive away. <laughs> and at the beginning, Josh, you were like, what is this Jurassic Park? Are they all going to be in a simulation? <laughs> well, yeah, because the, the mall scene, and they chase after him with trank And they tranked him, we're just like, what the hell? <laughs> That seemed really inefficient. The I guess way it was he was ephemeral. scaling the escalators. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, he got hit with the trank and he's like holding on. He's like, now is really a good time to fall asleep. <laughs> he just rides it up, holding onto the side. <laughs> yeah, that was ephemeral. Um, there was that cool. Which thing. I'm confused on whether it blocks their powers or not. I think it blocks. Their it powers. does. Yeah, it blocks their telepathy. That he explained. Um, there's that cool scene where. Uh, Revok, the bad guy, uh-huh. the main villain, uh, a doctor's trying to sedate him, and he sedate, or he hits himself with it, which doesn't actually do anything, they said, to, like, normal people. Yeah. So then Revok pretends to be asleep, they load him into the cars, and he causes, he causes a car crash, which has an excellent explosion. Mm-hmm. And he, then he kill, makes the guy shoot mm-hmm. the other guy. We don't see what happens himself. to him, though. No, he made him shoot himself. Did we see that? I thought they yeah. just lowered the gun. Okay. No. I thought he maybe became, he became one of his army. Maybe. Because I thought one... I saw him shoot, point the gun at himself. Okay, maybe. At one point, we do mention zombies in this movie. He apparently can dominate people so much. That he just sends them out on missions. He's just like, you're like an extension of my body. Go. Now, do you think that he could only do this to scanners or anyone? I don't know. Because you could scan He was killing anyone. a bunch of scanners. Yeah. They, like, the plot was that he, like, got this master list. And he was recruiting And he was recruiting scanners and killing ones that said no. And that is why uh, our protagonist was hacking in via phone line to the main database of CS is because he wanted to also get this list. Because I think Revik was on it. Yeah. Or enough contacts where he could finally get to him. Right. Uh, Because it was kind of funny. They found him. He was just... A homeless guy on the street, and they turned him into a spy mm-hmm. against the most powerful psychic in the world. In like a day. Yeah. yeah. They're like, here's a brown coat, go get him, and just yeah. kick him out the door. They didn't give him any cool spy tools. They're like, I mean, you can mind bend, so there you go. So, the way that this movie twists is like they have the big psychic battle after the big reveal. They're like, oh, we're brothers, yeah. and this guy was our dad the whole time. Now, I call these face offs. Yeah. Because whenever they do it, they just kind of it's face each other battle. and like make faces. Yeah, like, make, it's about <laughs> so make the silliest faces. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like their uh, vinegar strokes face. <laughs> <laughs> That's the face right before you come. Yeah. Like yeah. the face you come face. <laughs> Referencing the league. But uh, yeah, we have a face off at the end. 
And, and then they both die. Well, no, they don't. Well, oh, no, one of them dies and the other. <laughs> you don't even yeah. remember. We so, literally just got done filming. I forgot. Everyone's wearing brown coats. So yeah. I just think there's <laughs> Yeah, he projects so his get, mind into the bad guy. Well, okay, so this is where we get the most... As he's being killed like, by the body guy. special effects. Yeah. Because we got a head explosion pretty the early The veins on. popping out was pretty Oh, gnarly. that was gnarly. Like... The, yeah, good prosthetic work. The veins along their arms and face. Good eye popping. Bulge and like little streamers of like blood come out. Yeah, the eye explosion was gnarly. That was gross. So it made you seem like, made it seem like the, the protagonist, the main bad guy, the main good guy dies. Uh huh. And the bad guy And Revic lives. Because the, the protagonist catches on fire, his hands are on fire, his heart's been blown out. You see his charred his corpse. Eyes, yeah. His <laughs> eyes blow out. But at that moment, there's like this, uh, the, the quickening kind of happens in the room, and there's, like, lightning, I'm yeah. imagining, because I don't remember. Like, they oh. Freaky Friday at the last moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I wish I had your life. <laughs> no! <laughs> Why did I say it? Because <laughs> they have to say it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Why did I say that? That's how you beat a psychic with Freaky Friday, am? Because they, you think it real strong, and they say it in questioning, and then you say it at the same time, and like, ha, motherfucker, and then die. But uh, yeah, like his hair's getting blown up. There's lightning, and like his eyes turn pure white, and his uh, brothers like Im- immolated in flames, and it kind of just skips to when. Uh, the girl scanner wakes up. Yeah, when she wakes up and comes in the room, and. He's hiding under his coat in the fucking <laughs> corner. Why? All creepy, like, and Why? there's a charred corpse in the middle of the room, and he's like, hey, it's it's me, Connor, it's your bro, it's yeah. your buddy. It's and he pulls it down, and he's like, not the bad guy. Look, look at my eyes. They're, they're Connor's eyes. Yeah, See? also, and my, 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 my face is fully healed, Do you both think? from the uh-huh. hole that he drilled in himself at You're one right. point. Yep. And also, like, the horrible vein-popping stuff that happened at the end. So Connor was, like, touching his face and chunks were just coming up? That was gnarly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Some, I mean, it did live up to the Cronenberg body horror there at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, Very slow burner, though. Oh, yeah. And one of his early ones, for sure. This was... Like we said, not the best pacing. It had a pretty decent story. Mm -hmm. It had some good action scenes. I really liked the music, even though it was kind of a cue as to what was going to happen. It's 81, though, mm-hmm. so I think a lot of older movie traits were still getting carried over. It was way too khaki. Khaki? Is the color. Oh, brown? Yeah, 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 yeah. Way too much. Um, I appreciate that the blood was red. Yeah. Because most movies around this time, you get that really bright-looking orange blood on film, and, oh, that is hard to take seriously at all. It's like, oh, is he an Oompa Loompa in disguise? <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of Nestle orange milk for blood? Donald Trump's blood. Oh, <laughs> oh, that that would have changed the Kathy Kathy Griffith photo. It was just covered in like powdered high C or something. <laughs> uh, um, overall, I like the story. I like, yeah. I think the only thing I didn't like was the pacing. There's some yeah. scenes that are definitely unnecessary. I didn't like, like the color tone. To me, was like, oh man, was like it? It, it could have was it been dull? a little bit more vibrant. I liked all the white. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Like, the white sheets, the white suits, like... But then they were, like, a warehouse. And I was like, this company has no funding for this program whatsoever. <laughs> whenever, he, 
whatever the doctor is like, here's our little mental gymnasium. Yeah. It's like a fucking place where crackheads go to shoot up. Yeah, it's literally a burnt out bar. <laughs> and I'm like, I saw your other facility. These are psychics. <laughs> Spend a little more money, man. These are psychics that you want to weaponize for the military. Oh, I love the part when the doctor was being questioned about this chemical facility he founded in 1948 or whatever. And he's like, do you know what they make there? He's like, I don't know, some sort of chemical weapon or some bullshit. And you're like, you are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I've been out of touch with it for so long. Just some sort of terrible thing that violates the Geneva Convention. (laughs) Yeah, some sort of plague. I don't know. (laughs) Sunscreen that turns babies into mutants. That's my next project. I thought there was going to be some revelation. <laughs> I was about developing mama. this cream to cure acne, and mm-hmm. it turns out that it makes you grow a hand out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Revic, yeah, he's got a weird scar you see right in his, uh, like the crown of his forehead. Yeah. And early on, you see a video of him at age 20, and he's got a bandage over it, and he's got like a third eye drawn on, and he did it to try and quell the voices. And this is like one of the earliest remnants of human surgery we found is just skulls. With holes drilled yeah. in them for, to relieve pressure from different types of things. Uh, Vice recently ran that article. I drilled a hole in my skull so I could remain permanently high. Yeah. Like, it's been around since human inception. So, I thought that was kind of cool. But then, um, it's gone at the end of the movie. Because he heals it. Yep. And it doesn't work. Like, he still needs the ephemeral. It seems like in vast quantities, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. The only one that didn't seem to need it was the artist. Yeah. The only one. Mm-hmm. He had shit handled. And they murdered him slowly with shotguns. <laughs> Very ineffectively. Four goons walk in with shotguns. And to be fair, they were being up. remote controlled. Oh, so you think <laughs> you think this was like if you're playing four first person shooters at once with like your toes and hands. But it's all in his head. Yeah, yeah. He's not controlled. Like four monitors. Yeah. He's just like mm. <laughs> And that's why he was they were such a sh- horrible shot. Really bad aim. <laughs> <laughs> They destroy all of his art before they hit him once. Then they hit him in the leg, and then they take him out in the back. And he's still not dead. <laughs> we made that joke later in the movie, and they're like, what do you want me to do with him? And it's like, fucking kill, kill him. him. Don't shoot at this him poorly movie. so he can tell you a secret at the end of his life. This movie is so much extraneous bullshit. <laughs> if there's times where they're all in a car alone, and they're like, to know... Te- yeah. Uh, Telepathizing. Telepathizing with your like, Just fucking talk! <laughs> yeah, you made a good point. There were several scenes where they use their psychic abilities way less uh, efficiently than they could have just done something physically. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> just take their guns and shoot them. Especially yeah. He doesn't have to shoot himself. Especially because it seemed like it was somewhat, like, hard to do. Yeah, it's very Like, strange. it wasn't just, like, think it and it happened. Yeah, like, like, you might bleed out of an orifice <laughs> if you do this. <laughs> so, just fucking talk! <laughs> oh, one scene that I thought was pretty funny is um, when they're in the school bus, which is a van. They're, it's like their goddamn mystery squad bus or a van. Because it's just a big yellow van with school bus written on the front. <laughs> and this black van pulls up next to him. And it's like... Oh all my of god. The, it's like all of the Punisher. Like, 50 guns come out of this yeah, window. Like, like, there's knives and swords first of stuck all, out. 
those windows were uh-huh. like shutters. Yeah. Because they opened up in sections. Yep. And they all point like 50 guns out of it. How many ninjas are in that van? There's swords coming out. There's guns. And I'm not joking. There's like 50 things sticking out of this van. They unload on the school bus. The van drives away. School bus crashes into, uh, what do you call it? Disappointment? Disappointment store. Oh, it's discotheque or something. Record yeah. store. School bus crashes, flips over. They escape down to the basement, and this is what bothers me. Uh, single assassin, they always leave it up to one with a shotgun, comes in, slowly takes the shotgun out of his pants. Doesn't cock it. Pulls the butt back so he can have support. Doesn't gets, cock it. Gets takes all it all ready. ready. Yeah, he gets everything ready, but then he goes to sneak up on them. Uh-huh. And he like, has a clear shot on them. Don't like, worry, we can hide here for a long time. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't make him shoot himself. They make him shoot a box of records, and then he walks away slowly. Yeah. He doesn't come back into the movie. No. There are so many goons in this movie we see once that don't get killed <laughs> that just... never come back. They're like, hey, boss, um, <laughs> I'd really like to come into work, but this guy fucked with my head and then threw me into a big plaster sculpture. Yeah, they probably just fuck off. I'm kind of sore today. Like, I done. would want to come Can in, Can you just but leave that with your I zombie? saw my mom. Yeah. <laughs> It really messed me up. <laughs> uh, Alright, I think that's about all we can say. We covered the end. There was a Freaky Friday. <laughs> I wish I had your life. Uh, that's Scanners from 1981. Uh, full disclosure, we rolled Josh's movie again this week. It was... Well, I'm not telling you because it might come up again. Yeah. But it's a bad one. So bad we couldn't find it. It anywhere today. We might buy a copy. Who knows? Might do it next week. Um, check us out on fapcheck at gmail.com is where you can contact us. Uh, fapcheck at Facebook. All our old episodes are on YouTube. You can listen to this podcast. I mean, if you're already not, I mean, why should I tell you? But we're on Stitcher, iTunes Store, anywhere that gets podcasts and RSS feeds. You can find us under uh, Have You Seen and Amazeballs under the Fapcheck channel. This has been Austin. Josh. This is Justin. Scan safely. I don't think it's possible. Scan safely.